And away. The flag is down and the riders away, pushing hard. Pushing machines are firing. And it's... And leaping into the lead there, leaping right into the lead from his position on the second row of the starting grid was number 45, Billy Nelson, who fired before anyone else and leapt into the lead as they went through the start here. And only one rider is still pushing down as he goes away from our view, a hard luck of you come all this way, get onto the line and, and uh, push like mad and nothing happens. You wonder whether you've got anything down below. And you keep on pushing, you change a few plugs and then half a, half a lap later she fires and away you go. And it's all gone uh, to naught. All your preparation, your nights, sleepless nights to no avail. Now, at Valown on lap one, it was number 45, who I told you had got away to a brilliant start, Billy Nelson, number 45, on a Norton at Valown on lap one, followed by number nine, David Williams, a Norton, David Williams, yesterday evening's 350cc winner, and in third place, number 36, R.J. Warburton from Stockport uh, on a Norton. And uh, shortly the riders will come interview. They'll come up to the up to stadium corner, then round the right hand. And here they come. Here the the leaders come, and the three, four riders coming across the line. And it's number 45, nine, 25, 36, 45, nine, 25, and 36, eight, 11, 19. 23 and number 39 in 16 2 37 48 6 46 This, this is what, what is so wonderful about short circuit racing. You don't need any stopwatches uh, here. Uh, the riders are mass start and you can see they're changing the dicing for position on the road. It's all happening before your eyes. And it has happened. Anything can happen in this kind of racing. It usually does and it is today.
That's Derek Woodman, number 25, on a matchless. Who was second last night to David Williams. And at the end of lap three, it was number 25, 9, 45, 36, 8, and 19 in first six places. Number 25, 9, 45, 36, 8, and 19. And number seven has gone into the paddock. Number seven, Walter Dawson, who got a poor start. Now at the end of lap four, while we have a spell, it was again number 25, 9, 45, 36, 8 and 19. That's still number 25, Derek Woodman in the lead. In second place, number 9, uh, Derek, uh, Will, uh, Dave Williams. Third place, number 45, Billy Nelson. In fourth place, number 36, R.J. Warburton. And in fifth place, number 8, Peter Darville. Now then, uh, at Balloon, at the Balloon point, on lap five, the positions of the first three men are unchanged. That was. Derek Woodman on lap 3, 81.73 miles per hour, average speed for the uh, three laps, 78.86, which of course includes the standing start first lap. That's Derek Woodman, number 25, lap 3, in 3 minutes, 07.2 seconds, 81.73 miles per hour for that lap. Average speed for the three laps, 78.86. And uh, number nine, his speed for the lap was 81.03. So you can see there's very, very little in it at this stage. And I suppose uh, Williams is quite content to be tucked in behind the leader. And on lap six at Balloon, the positions are unchanged. Number nine, number nine, David Williams has taken over the lead again. And one third, one third of the distance gone, one third of the 18 laps completed, it's number nine, uh, David Williams, who's got a bit tired of being in second place and has come up into first position. And in second place now is Derek Wadman, number 25. And by number only, at the end of lap six, one third of the distance, by number only, numbers nine, uh, 25, 
45, 36, 8 and 19. And then in 7th place, 11 and 8th, number 23. And only the 8th place men have gone through to complete one third of the distance up to now. So you can see the gap between the uh, first and eighth, and then between the eighth and ninth man. The uh, rider approaching us now is probably in ninth position. Was it was number two, Randall Cowell, a local boy who is lying in ninth place. Randall Cowell, number two on a Norton, this machine operator from Douglas Isle of Man who has quite a bit of experience. Randall Cowell is in ninth position, but there's a, quite a gap between him and 8th place man and number 23 C.V. Wallace also on a Norton and there must be uh, probably half a lap between the leader David Williams and 8th place man And number 11, Alan Dugdale, has stopped at Church Pens and is making adjustments. Number 11 reported. Number 11, Alan Dugdale, who was on the, on, on the leaderboard, has reported has stopped at Church Pens and is making adjustments. And we're waiting to see uh, which of the two riders, number 25 or 9, comes over the slight rise through the cutting from from Castletown Corner and into our site at the grandstand here. And this is number 46 going through. And it's number 25 and a nine. Now 25, 9 and 45 have gone through having completed 8 laps and the 4th place man is just coming into sight now. Now on lap six, three. Uh, at the end of lap six, uh, one third of the distance gone, the official time for number nine, uh, David Williams, was three minutes, 5.6. Three minutes, 5.6 seconds, number nine, uh, David Williams for that lap, speed of 82.43, average speed for the six laps, 80.46, so obviously at the moment uh, no records uh, in sight. Now number 14, uh, Brian Smith, who is a chef from Stoke, riding a Norton, has stopped to make adjustments at Castletown Corner. I see a rider pushing over the hill through the cutting, and this is probably him. 
Now number two, Randall Cowell. Number two, Randall Cowell has just gone through and he's lying in eighth, eighth position. A very, very creditable eighth place at the moment on lap eight. Number two, Randall Cowell, a machine operator uh, from Douglas here in the Isle of Man. Now I think the rider who is in our sight stopped up the road is number 14, uh, Brian Smith. And number 11, touring in, number 11, Alan Dugdale, who I told you a few moments ago was making adjustments, is touring in and has obviously gone into the pits. Bernie Lease from Crosby has just gone through and we're looking up the road and the rider who was stopped a few minutes ago is still there. Uh, 33. And Randall. Randall Cowell, who is still in eighth position. Randall Cowell from Douglas. A local rider and I fancy now this rider who was stopped is pushing, pushing down the road, trying to get his machine to fire, trying to bump it into life. No, he's, he's stopped again. He's looking under the, under the tank at the works. Uh, lap 10, 25, 9 and 45 at Boulogne. Number 25, Derek Wardman again has taken over the lead from number 9. This is this is most exciting stuff because the lead, this lead is changing so often it's very, very difficult to keep track of what's going on, but at Boulogne on lap 10, lap 10, number 25, number 25, Derek Woodman was ahead of second place man uh, David Williams. Now these two are well out in front of third place rider Billy Nelson. Number four, nine, nine. My goodness. Boy, there's one for the book. Now then, number nine took him again in the short. In the short run from Boulogne, from Boulogne to the start, number nine. Now number 15, David Gregory. Number 15, D. Gregory from St. Albans. Riding a Norton, went through the start holding up his left hand, indicating to, to, to following riders and to his pit people, if they're watching out for him, that he's going into the pits. That was number 15, D. Gregory, riding a Norton, went through the start with his left hand, clearly indicating to riders following, get over to the right, I'm going to the left, and I'm going into the pits. Now these boys you'll find are... are, are uh, uh, very, very careful to, to be fair to riders who may be following. Now that number 23 going through was C.B. Wallace on a Norton from Tame. 
and he is in seventh position. Lap 12, almost two-thirds of the distance gone. Uh, at the lawn, the positions of the leaders are unchanged. And it's surprising that, that uh, throughout number 9, 25, 45, 8, 36 and 19 have retained, in, have, have stayed more or less in the same position from the word go. And nine. Number nine and 25 have gone through in that order, but number 45 is, here he comes now. No, it's not. It's not, it was 48, I'm sorry. There he is, yes, I mis I mistook his color. Now, number 46 M.E. Ward from the Wirral. Number 46 M.E. Ward has gone into the pits and may be retiring. We have no further information other than that he has gone into the pits. Number 46 riding a Norton. M.E. Ward has gone into the pits. Now then, uh, lap 10, number 9, uh, David Williams. At lap time, 3 minutes, 4 seconds. 83.15 miles per hour, average speed for the 10 laps, 81.37. Now Randall Carl number 2 and number 5, T.J. Swindlehurst went through together there, but Swindlehurst uh, number 5 is, I think, uh, a, a lap behind. That's Randall Carl. And number two, who is lying now in eighth position, and with riders of the caliber of these chaps he's competing against today, a very creditable performance, and it's number nine again! And number 25 now! And we're not getting our signals from Boulogne, I don't know I don't know what's happened at Balaam, but we're not. here very very approaching very wide number six Smith on an autumn from Craigie Perth came round the top corner the right the right hand very gentle approach to us 
Uh, very wide. I thought he was going to mount the pavement and and uh, shake hands with the timekeepers, but uh, he was obviously had the thing well under control and knew exactly what he was doing. Now, number six and 17 are having a rare old dice. Number six, uh, Smith, and number 17, uh, Brian Ball, are oh, two people to watch down the field. Now, number 36, with a very, very flat sound, there's engine R.J. Warburton from Stockport on a Norton, who was lying in sixth place. That's number 36. Now, that's particularly hard luck for Warburton, number 36, who was lying in sixth position, is obviously out of the race. He's gone through here, uh, looking very sad, a flat sound to his engine, obviously overstretched it a little bit, and he appears to me to be out of the race. Five seconds between first and second place man at the end of lap 15, and 28, 25 seconds between second and third place man at the end of lap 15. Five seconds separates David Williams and Derek Woodman, and 28 seconds separates Woodman and Billy Billy Nelson at the end of lap 15. Hello, Bravo. As far as I know, there are two after this. Uh, now, number nine coming through again, and he's about to... Just changing gear there as he goes past the start. About to lap number two, Randall Carl. 25 now. And David Williams increasing his lead over number 25, Derek Woodman. And as he went through the start, David Williams was just about to lap a local rider, Randall Carl, number two. Now, in some 16 laps, that's quite an achievement on a 4.4-mile circuit to take four and a half miles out of another rider, starting together. It gives you some indication of the caliber of this, this David Williams, this wonderful rider who can take a lap in, in 16 out of Randall Carl, who is no, who is himself no mean exponent. Randall Carl number two is about to be lapped. Now then. Now the next time, the next time the leaders come through the start, they will receive from uh, Flag Marshal Nelson Gill the yellow and black flag, the yellow flag to signify that they are starting their 18th and final lap. Now the end, at the end of lap 16, uh, David Williams had increased his lead over second place man, number 25, Woodburn, by another second, that is six seconds between them, and 32 seconds between second and third place man.
Now, David Williams, this this brilliant rider who holds the 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 record lap in the Senior Manx Grand Prix, uh, lap 15, 83.6 miles an hour, in in a time of three minutes three seconds. And number 25, Derek Woodman on lap 15, a 3 minutes, a 3.4 seconds, speed of 83.42 miles an hour. Now, as I said a few minutes ago, the next time we see the leaders, they will have completed 17 laps and will flash past the start here to start their 18th and final lap. And they will, as they go through the start, receive the uh, yellow flag to tell them they probably haven't any and here comes number nine now and he's taken the yellow flag and it should be number 25 to be flagged as well yes number 25 unless unless they keep some kind of of the record of their laps and it's almost impossible and Randall Cowell number two Randall Cowell, number two, a local machine operator from Douglas on his Norton, has been lapped, has been lapped by first and second place men. Now that's, that's, that's quite an achievement from the first and second uh, riders to lap 45. And I think I think we are, we will now. It's 9:25:45:8 have gone through on their 17th lap and are now on their final lap. And barring barring mechanical trouble, uh, the order, the finishing order, should be number 9, 25, and 45. And, and number 19 in fifth place, number 19, Brian Proctor, an engineer from Leeds. And uh, we're waiting for number 23. Number 23, C.V. Wallace, who is in sixth position. Hello. Uh, now, David Williams, this brilliant um, rider, aircraft engineer uh, from Leighton Buzzard. David Williams, who was third in the junior Southern 100 1962, fourth in the senior in the same year. Was third in last year's 250 race and had the fastest lap in the senior event. That's the corresponding race to the one that he's now leading uh, last year. is a lap record holder of the Senior Manx Grand Prix, has had experience at Thruxton, Silverstone, Mallory, and in fact all over the country. We expect to see him Hello. come round a bridge out. corner, through the cutting, interview, and down to the finish line to take the chequered flag from Flag Martian.
Park Marshal Nelson Gill. To complete his double win, complete a double win in this 1964 uh, Southern 100 meeting. And here he comes, second rider here, and here he comes, number nine. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful ride by David Williams. Number nine and second place man, number 25, crossing the line now. Also taking the checkered flag. No discredit to Derek Woodman that he's in second place. Again, he was second in the 350 last night to, to the, the, the same winner. These riders, DWs, the David Williams and the Derek Woodmans, were in exactly the same position at the finish of the 350cc race yesterday evening. And we're waiting for number 45. And there's Randall Cowell. That's Randall Cowell looking a bit puzzled at the checkered flag. Now 45. Third place man. Randall Cowell looking a bit puzzled. What's happening here? Checkered flag. He's a lap behind. But of course, once the leader is home, all the riders are given the checkered flag irrespective of their position in the field or the number of laps they've completed. There's not enough time between races to allow uh, riders, even if they wish to do so, to go on and complete the uh, requisite number of laps. They are credited uh, with the laps they've completed and the order Their finishing order is worked out by the timekeepers according to their position on the road and the number of laps they've completed. So, uh, I suppose it is a little uh, bit of credit to them if they complete the course with the leaders, but unless they're well up, they of course only do one lap less. Now then, number 9, 25, 45, 8 and 19 have completed 18 laps. Uh, that was that was a thrilling uh, finish to the 18-lap 500cc premier event of this 1964 Southern 100 meeting. Now the final times from the timekeepers for the 500cc race just completed. Uh, the fastest lap first, number nine. Number nine, David Williams, on lap number 11, in a time of three minutes, 1.4 seconds, a speed of 84.34 miles per hour. That's number nine, David Williams, riding in Norton on lap 11, lapped at 84.34 miles per hour in three minutes, 1.4 seconds. Now for the 18 laps, David Williams averaged 82.12 miles per hour in a total time of 55 minutes, 53.8 seconds. Second place man number 25, Derek Woodman, 
Averaged 81.89 miles per hour. And a growing time, total time of 56 minutes, 2.8 seconds. Third place man number 45, Billy Nelson. Averaged for the race 81.11 miles per hour in 56 minutes 34.6 seconds and fourth place man number eight Peter Darville averaged 88i.95 miles per hour 56 minutes 42.2 seconds in fifth place was number 19 Brian Proctor on a Norton average speed 80.31 miles per hour in a time of 57 minutes, 9.2 seconds. In sixth place, I'm delighted to tell you Randall Cowell, local rider from Douglas on a Norton, and I have not got his uh, speed, average speed, all I have, oh, he only completed 17 laps, but he is still in sixth position, and of course we have no average speed because uh, he did not complete the course, but he went round his 17 laps in 56 minutes, 28 seconds. Uh, this is John Grierson cutting in at this point to remind you that this is Manx Radio for happy listening on 91.2 megacycles in the VHF band, bringing you an outside events broadcast. With the cooperation of Mr. T.H. Colburn and all the organisers of the Southern 100 meeting down at the Belan circuit in Castletown. The voice you hear over the PA system is that of Jack Quayle, and we're going back now after having covered the 500cc meeting, uh, race rather, the senior uh, race of this meeting, to cover the sidecar event. So here we go, the last event of this, the Southern 100 meeting, and it's over to Jack Quayle. Now the atmosphere is beginning to build up. This, this is, in my opinion, the most exciting racing of the lot. The completely unperturbed, these riders and their passengers, they're poised, ready to go, ready to shove these chairs along the road and the engines burst into life and away and jockey for position to Balakagan Corner. A full field of 20, 20 high-powered sidecar outfits and the flag is up. Second time it's down and they're pushing like Billy Horn out and fired out of long. And the passenger has been left behind. Umpire has won for the book. A passenger has been left behind and he's running like mad. Running like mad to catch his driver. My goodness me. That's wonderful. Oh, then that was that was really something wonderful. I've never seen that before. Not now. I've never seen that either here or at the TT or at any other race meeting. There was the driver soaring to get away. His passenger was pushing. The machine fired. Away he went. Driver away happily, blithely sailing on, and the passenger left standing on the line. 
and the driver completely unaware that his passenger was belting along as hard as he could go behind him. Four minute mile stuff just wasn't in it. But <laughs> eventually he cottoned on. Where is he? He's not there. I'd better wait for him. A wonderful stuff. And they're at Palown. They're at Palown, half distance gone. At Palown, and it's number 11, number 11, Russell Hackman and his passenger Ireland on their tri-special in the lead from number 21, Charlie Freeman in second place, in third place, Fred Wallace and Alf Barton. And Alf Barton, incidentally, uh, passenger to Fred Wallace, number 20, is also a solo rider who rode in the 350cc race yesterday evening. Now, Fred Wallace, incidentally, it's of interest, he crashed in Scarborough, crashed at Scarborough in May, is now okay, I was second in 1962 and third in the 1963 Southern 100 sidecar race. That's Fred Wallace and Alf Barton in third position at Vallon on lap one. And I can hear the leaders approaching the corner, the bridge corner at Castletown, uh, past the fourth milestone, uh, turn right, and they don't half turn up at that bridge corner and right and along the straight into our view and it should be and it's number 21 number 21 out in front 21 20 11 17 1 18 10 and 12 Now, quite a considerable gap now after number 12, uh, before number 23, 19, 3, 25. And 15, a 14, 16, 2, and 5. And coming into view, on Two, it will be number 21, certainly. Charlie Freeman, number 21, and it is well out in front. And number 11, and number 20 tucked in behind. One. And end of lap two, it was still in the lead, Charlie Freeman. In second place, uh, in number 11. End of the second lap, in first place, number 21, Charlie Freeman. In second place, number 11, Russell Hackman. In third position, number 20. In third position, number 20, uh, Fred Wallace. Fourth place, number 1. In fifth place, number 17, 
Now then, number 20, number 20, who is lying in third place at the end of lap two, uh, overtook number 11, who is in second position at uh, Balakagan. At Balakagan corner, that is the right-hand corner, uh, just after the starting, the start and finish straight. Number 20, uh, Fred Wallace, uh, overtook number 11, uh, Russell Hackman, at Balakagan corner, and is now in second place. Now, uh, we can now say that number 21, Charlie Freeman, is in the lead and in second place uh, on, on the last information we had, number 20, uh, Fred Wallace, in third place, number 11, uh, Russell Hackman, who has been overtaken by number 20 at Ballacagan Corner uh, in lap two, early in lap two. The riders now on their third lap of this nine-lap uh, race, this final race of the 1964 Southern 100 uh, meeting and so far the weather has been kind to us we thought we were in for a dousing but it rained very slightly at the start of the 500cc race cleared up rained at the end and has cleared up again now then number four SM Applegate and his passenger, B. Smith, on a Triumph. These boys are from Staley Bridge. They are reported as having retired at Ballabeg. That's number four. S.M. Applegate on a Triumph are reported as retired at Ballabeg. Now, number, number 21 is so far ahead, he must be, I would say, six or seven seconds ahead of second place man, at least. At least six or seven seconds ahead. He was past us before the second rider was in sight, and our view here is, I suppose, 300 yards. Now at Palown on lap four, uh, number 21, 1 and 18. 21, Charlie Freeman from number one, Peter Kielty, and 18, uh, I. McDonald with passenger Venning on a GCT. In third place, number 18, uh, I. McDonald and passenger C. Venning on a GCT. First position, of course, number 21, Charlie Freeman, passengered by uh, Billy Nelson. Yeah. Billy Nelson, of course, was third in the 500, and here it comes again, 21. And one, and eighteen. At the end of lap four, it was number twenty-one. Again, Charlie Freeman, number one. In second place, Peter Kielty. In third place, number 18, I. McDonald. Fourth position, number 17, Morris Toombs, who was in fifth position finishing last year.
number 20 who just went through, Fred Wallace. Number 20 has fallen uh, back from second place at the end of the first lap. Right back until 11th position and he was signalling to somebody as he went through the start here. He had his left hand out raised, I see. He was signalling to a lady who's standing beneath our our speakers and uh, obviously to indicate that he's okay he's having a wonderful time wish you were here now then here, here comes here comes number 21 Charlie Freeman and he's passing now now he's two-thirds of the distance gone here's number second place man number one And third place, man, Morris Toombs, number 17, on a triumph. Morris, who, who was fifth in this event last year, and is a brother of Trevor uh, Toombs, who rode in the 125cc race. Going through now, number 12, number 12, J.G. Wilkinson, who's in sixth position. At the end of lap five, it was 21, 1, 17, 10, 11, and 12. Now, number 15, Davies. And his passenger gauge on this this uh, outland outlandish chair, this chair that's so high, twice as high off the ground as the others. The others are so low that when they round a corner, uh, the chairs uh, touch touch the ground. Uh, he is having a not uncomfortable ride. He's lying in eighth position, number 15, on this unorthodox uh, machine. Now number three, Farrant, and his passenger Martin, over here competing uh, for the first time on their Vincent. Uh, just gone through. And number two. Peter Kielty, who's in second place, is an electrician and comes from Wakefield in Yorkshire. He's been riding uh, solo for four years. Now, strange thing, most of these people graduate from solo riding. And, in fact, some of them alternate. They have two sets of machinery. He's had uh, considerable experience at most circuits in England. He says quite modestly that he has nothing outstanding. 
but of course he's he's doing very very well at the moment. I suppose if short circuit racing can be said to have a disadvantage, it is that while one is concentrating so hard on the leaders, one loses track of what's happening in, in the field where sometimes the exciting stuff is going on. Now Church Pen's on lap seven, and uh, number 21 still, Charlie Freeman, uh, who must be lonely out there, but <laughs> he'll love it just the same. Number 21, a 1 and 17. At Church Bend on lap 7. Now number 14, A.R. Digby, uh, retired at Balaveg. Number 14, A.R. Digby have retired at Balaveg. Uh, the rider and passenger are reported as OK. That's number 14, A.R. Digby, J.B. Jackson from Manchester on D.J.B. Triumph, have retired at Ballabeg, are both OK. A lap six, lap six, two-thirds of the distance gone. Uh, number 21, Charlie Freeman, lapped at 3 minutes 29.2, a speed of 73.13 miles an hour. Average speed 72.1. Now on lap, lap 8. Uh, number 21 is reported as through church pens and the flag marshal. 21 and 1, that's first, second and third, 17 are through church pens and will appear in view very shortly to take the yellow flag from flag marshal Nelson Gill to tell them they have completed uh, 8 and are starting their ninth and final lap. Now, 21 going through there now. Right behind, right behind number 21. Now that's the kind of thing that flag marshals uh, have nightmares about. And now number one coming through now to take the yellow flag. And number 21 was completely obscured by number 25 whom he has probably just lapped, and number 17 to take the yellow flag. As he went through to take the flag, Charlie Freeman was tucked in right behind number 25, who is probably now lapped. Now then, the leaders, the leaders, 21, 1, 17, 10, and 12. 
And there goes number 20, waving again to the ladies. Still in sixth position. Uh, F. Number 20, Fred Wallace. And number 15, T.K. Davies. In this high chair. This high chair, he's come up. He's now in seventh place, number 15. And in eighth position, number 23, J.F. Patrick. Uh, number number 11, uh, Russell Hackman, who was lying in third position, is now back, back in ninth. He's having trouble there. He's obviously not too happy with his engine. Russell Hackman, who was in third place at the end of the first lap and has gradually fallen back until he's now in ninth position, is not having too happy a time. Now, uh, the the final lap... Almost inevitably, Charlie Freeman will romp home winner of the 1964 sidecar nine-lap race, closing race of the 1964 Southern 100 meeting. Castle Town. Number 21 is through Church Pens. And number one is also through... Number one is through Church Pens. And number 17 also. 17 is through Church Pens. So the first three riders are through Church Pens on their final lap. And the flag marshal is ready with the checkered flag. And here... Here he comes, number 21, Charlie Freeman, to take the checkered flag. A wonderful, wonderful ride, right from the very word go. He's led from the halfway round to lap one. A brilliant ride, beautifully controlled, not hurried at all, no pressure from behind. Ah, uh, now, this is number, number 25, who's got his left hand out. Number one, number one, taking the checkered flag and it should be number 17 number 8 just finishing now, now number 17 third place man coming in now number 17 who just went through had completed only uh, 8 laps number 10 next should be number 10 sitting up and not a bit concerned about it all that's number 10, George Bell. George Bell from Bedlington on a Norton George, a motorcycle engineer. And his passenger, G.B. Bewley. Now it should be number 12. Yes, number 12 in fifth place. And then we wait number 20, Fred Wallace. Yes, there's Fred Wallace passing now. Finishing sixth place, Fred Wallace in sixth position, and number 15, number 15, T.K. Davies in seventh place. Now subject to confirmation by the timekeepers. And the judges. The winner 
was Charlie Freeman number 21, his passenger Bill Nelson from Eckington on their Norton. Second place, number one, Peter Kielty from Wakefield. Peter, an electrician from Wakefield, his passenger GUs on their Triumph in second place. In third position, number 17, Amaris Toombs, who has improved on his last year's position when he was fifth. Amaris Toombs and Jay Whitworth from Warwick on their Triumph. Now oh, then, number 11, who was in second position at the end of lap two, has dropped back to ninth at the finish. Number 11 obviously had some trouble somewhere, Russell Hackman. Now in fourth place, number 10, George Bell. Uh, from Bedlington and passenger G.B. Bewley on their Norton. In fifth place, number 12, J.G. Wilkinson from Hoyton and A. Critchley on their Triumph. In sixth place, number 20, uh, Fred Wallace from Beeston and his passenger Alf Barton on their Triumph. And in seventh, eighth and ninth positions, number 15, 23 and 11. That can, I think, ladies and gentlemen, be said to be it. It's been a most successful meeting. Uh, the weather has been uh, not kind, but not unkind to us. We have, in the last two or three years, had, had wonderful weather, but we can't grumble this time. We haven't done too badly. And that's it. Well, there we have it. This is John Grierson coming in at the end of the Southern 100 meeting, which is the last two days been held down at Castletown on the well-known Bilan circuit. We're very grateful indeed, first of all, to Mr. T.H. Coburn for his permission and cooperation in bringing this recording to you, and of course to the organizers of the Southern 100 events, and notably Mr. Jack Quayle, who's been working oh, terrifically hard for the last couple of days to bring us these recordings, very conscious most of the time, that he's had to say just a little bit extra to keep the Manx radio listeners happy. Many, many thanks to you, Jack. At the same time, technical assistance, Mr. Harold Coburn, Jr., who for the last couple of days has been standing in all kinds of weather with a set of headphones over his ears, listening to every word that Jack has been saying to allow us to bring, us to, bring to you the very best only. So, all in all, we hope that you've enjoyed this, and we hope in the near future to be able to bring you similar meetings under similar circumstances. From John Grierson and from Manx Radio, thank you very much for being with us, and good night. <laughs>